Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, November 7th, 2022. Today on the Ether, episode 9 of the Page Dow Show. Let's take a listen. Welcome to the Page Dow Show, everybody. My name is Epic Dylan, and uh, I'm the founder of the Page Dow. So uh, it's really good to be here on the Page Dow Show with CD and Rihanna, uh, my co hosts here. And um, today's show is going to be pretty, pretty fun. We, we got some ideas to, to actually kind of try to start a dialogue around, perhaps. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to good things. Uh, PageDAO is an organization uh, founded to address inequities in publishing using free open source software and the tools of modern Web3 uh, to make an impact in the industry. And uh, so, so we're just, you know, we're, we're so stoked to be here today. Um, that probably is everything you need to know about me. Uh, CD, I think you unmuted, but I can't hear you, man. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, or is there a? Have you? Are you getting rugged over there? I might be getting rugged. Can you hear me now? Oh, yep, I can hear you now. Okay, I'm CD. I'm the founder and editor of Vagabond Magazine, uh, of which the mission is to empower creatives to give themselves more control about what they're creating and to earn more from their creations. Um, I'm a writer, a creative, you know, as the first a storyteller and after that, everything else. But uh, I love this Web3 space that we're in and I'm so happy to be here uh, this morning. And, uh, you know, I, I'll talk about this a little bit later, but I, I love experimenting on this space and, uh, you know, not this space, but in the, uh, in the Web3 space. And I published my first story on Riedel just recently. But we'll talk about that later. The garbage trucks are coming up. So let's hear from Rihanna. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So I'm Rihanna Morgan, and I am the co-host here with Epic Dylan and CD. And so I keep saying every every week that I'm just going to say I'm, I'm a Web3 writer. And I think I really can. I really can say that. Um, sold Sold my first story here on Web3 just today. And so that's really exciting. And um, I have I have lots of things going on, which I'll wait and talk about when it's my turn in this whole loop through. Um, historically, in Web 2, um, I'm a romance novelist. I write romantic suspense. And so there's a little scary and a little, little love um, in my stories. And um, my novels are currently housed with Simon & Schuster. And so that's really exciting. But I am looking forward to really... Um, utilizing web three as another option for publishing and i love it i love it i love it and i'm here with a cd and dylan and they are so great to work with they are such lovely friends and really uh wonderful gentlemen and so i'm thrilled to be here with all of you thank you so much for the welcome well folks it is really nice to be kicking off another page to us uh show here on twitter spaces um this week i, I think we have um, instead of our usual single guest, I think I think we have 
two guests, and I, I believe uh, Mr. E.R. Donaldson has joined us, and we'll be uh, reading some work CD. Is that right? Yeah, uh, you know, every week in the PageDAO Discord, um, just kind of for fun, we uh, we put up some prompts, you know, a six-word, a 25-word, and an unlimited word prompt. And the unlimited words, for some reasons, have uh, intimidated a lot of people. But our friend E.R. Donaldson was not intimidated, and he uh, he put something up that I think we all really liked in the unlimited words uh, prompt this last time. And uh, so if, if you're going into the Discord, go add to those prompts and don't be intimidated. Unlimited words means it can be anything from one to a million. Um, but, you know, if it's a million, probably nobody's going to read it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so we're lucky to have E.R. here today to read what he contributed to uh, the unlimited word prompt uh, a couple weeks ago. All right. Uh, E.R. Donaldson, you are now on the stage, sir. Can you speak? You sound loud and clear, my friend. All right, perfect. Well, thank you guys for the opportunity. I had a lot of fun uh, writing this little piece of flash one day, and uh, uh, really excited to read it here to to you, so I'm just going to get right into it. All right. Jared found death to be anticlimactic. His life didn't flash before his eyes. There were neither the arms of angels nor the claws of demons to welcome him into the beyond. There was no pain. There were no whispers of comfort, no chance to issue his final words or say his goodbyes. There was, however, a light, a distant pinprick of light that ended at the end of a long, dark tunnel. Or at least it seemed kind of like a tunnel, save for the distant beacon. Nothing could be seen in all the shadowy expanse around him. Something cold and solid beneath his bare feet, a floor possibly, though a similar oppressive chill all pressed into every inch of his naked flesh. He looked, he took a step forward and the light seemed infinitesimally closer with nothing else to do aside from stand there in the cold dark. He walked forward. He walked for a long time. And during this time, he found himself reflecting on his life. Those thoughts were hardly flashbacks, but they did search something deep within him. He couldn't place the emotion. Nostalgia, sorrow, regret, guilt. Surely not that one. At length, Jared can make out another figure standing in the darkness. Its frame was thin and shadowed, its head enormous, its eyes large, glowing, and strangely shaped. Welcome, traveler, it hissed. You have come to the gateway to the beyond. Step through this portal and carry with you the memories of your recent travels into new worlds which have been fashioned to bring you fulfillment and peace. Jared smiled. So this was the way to heaven. He'd been expecting angels, but no matter. It seemed this other being would be would be there to usher him through those pearlescent gates. But first, the being said, you must answer five questions for me. Your answers shall determine whether I may permit your passing. The cold all around Jared felt suddenly more oppressive. Sure, he said, exuding confidence he did not feel. I'll answer. Throughout your life, were you kind to others? Of course, Jared replied. He'd been a businessman and nice enough to his employees. Even so, memories of far too many harsh words and punishments he distributed bubbled to the surface of his thoughts. Were you generous? Yeah, I think so. All of those Christmas bonuses had to count for something. Plus, he cut plenty of checks to charities. However, as he thought of these, it suddenly struck him how paltry the amount he, he had given compared to the wealth he'd hoarded for himself. Were you faithful? Yes, 
Jared replied robotically, even as he remembered every affair, every colleague and employee he'd shared his body with while his wife tended to his home and children. The being's muscles tensed, its chin lowered, and those two large eyes bored into Jared. Were you honest? Jared couldn't take it anymore. This was not going well. The jig was up. When he finally found his voice, it was only a whisper. No. Finally, the being sighed, relaxing. A bit of truth. Now, one last question. Whom or what did you love the most? Jared sank to his knees, tears pouring from his eyes and freezing upon his cheeks. He did not even consider lying this time. Myself, he admitted. The being shook its head. I'm afraid, Traveler, that I may not permit your passage into the worlds beyond. I shall instead forward you on to another destination. The light behind the figure winked out. Suddenly absent the gleam of that radiant portal, Jared could see stars all around them. And directly below where he and the figure stood, a churning lake of fire. Is that hell? Jared asked, voice trembling. No, the being chuckled. Hell is where you have come from, though you refer to that primitive planet by a different name. This is Sol, your native star. The sun, I believe you call it. You'll be passing by it on your way back to hell. The being's eyes narrowed into slits. Do better the next time you're down there. Yes? <laughs> so good, man. So good. Um you know, and I think I think just having you read it, like you know, last week there was a suggestion that that we have someone else read it since since you weren't here. But I think having you re- having authors read their own work is always so much more powerful. Thank you so much for joining us, for writing that, and for sharing it with us. Er, it's really great. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Hey, um, Er, um, would you mind telling the listeners? Uh, where they might follow you and kind of kind of what your background is here in web three uh yeah it's really really cool to uh to hear the story i really enjoyed it as well and uh i would not be surprised if people were were wondering where they could link up with you on the interweb sir yeah sure no problem so i'm uh, really active on the discord and honestly that's the best place to get in touch if you just want to chat i am also on twitter at e underscore r underscore donaldson and then on Instagram at ER Donaldson. Uh, so feel free to hit me up there. My DMs are open, so I'm, I'm real open to uh, um, replying there. Uh, you can find my link tree on my Instagram and then also uh, my website for my, uh, small, my small independent publisher that's got a couple things going on is mythicnorthpress.com. So feel free to check me out in any of those spots. And like I said, if you can't find me, uh, just hit me up on Discord. I'm always around. That's awesome. You know what, ER, hearing you read it and thinking about it, I mean, I'm just fresh, as I said, off of doing my first Riedel Mint. And um, so Riedel is, is another publishing platform that, um, that is in the space. And they, they're doing something called Stories, which is a lot like our, our paged out mentor. Um, there's some, some key differences. But I published my first story to it yesterday. And I feel like your story would be a really good one to put on Riedel. Um you should you should maybe grab that make a cover and, and throw it up there hey that's a great suggestion i've uh, kind of been lurking in the Riedel discord and i'll uh, i'll give that a shot thank you for the recommendation all right well i'll use that moment to uh to talk about my experience with it 
Of course, my favorite place to mint anything is PageDAO and the PageDAO Minter, which we have a lot of fun things kind of happening right now. There's over 100 books in there right now. You can get so many of them for so cheap and add them to your collection. You can fly them on your OF or your OpenSea page and sort of like show your, your reader freak flag while you're doing it, uh, whether it's my books or Epic Dylan's, we've got stuff from uh, so many great authors, so many great projects in the Read Me Books collection um, that you should look at. But that being said, uh, I did have a lot of fun uh, publishing to Readle, and I, I did something a little bit different. Um, so as you guys know, I love to take a uh, NFT as a prompt. So about a year and a half ago, maybe a little longer, um, maybe a little less, it's hard to say in this space, I published, um, I minted a project called Non-Fungible Heroes. And I had all these characters and I thought, I'm going to write a story with them. And it, it, honestly, it wasn't a very good story. Uh, I titled it Shit Bulls. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's, a, it's about four monkeys whose family get uh, killed by a bunch of bulls. Um, and then they decide to go have a banana party. But anyway, I, the fun part of it for me was playing with Stable Diffusion and making a new, a new cover. Um, you know, Stable Diffusion is one of the AI generators. It was pretty neat to use that to make a cover and then to publish to the Readle platform. If you want to check it out, it's there. You'll find it in my Twitter. It's uh, like 0.69 uh, Matic, so about 80 cents and, uh, you know, not expensive. But uh, I would love if you guys checked it out. You can read it on the site or buy a copy to save for posterity. Lovely. Yeah, that's very good to hear. It's very cool to uh, to see the Web3 publishing space coming up kind of in general and, and Riedel's uh, recent success as well as uh, Book.io and BookVolts and so, so many others here in the space are, are really good to uh, good to see. Um, I do want to uh, just go ahead and invite uh, Johnny Johnson up to the stage here um, as well uh, because we had a good chat earlier and, and we got some things to uh, to, to bring up. But um, Rihanna, it's been a little while. Um, how are you doing this week? I am great. I am great. I uh, let's see, lots of things. And so I finished the article that I talked about last week. I I finished that and and have sent that over to Page Dow for it to be minted. And I think that we may do something really kind of fun with it. Um, give it a cover and drop it to all the members. And you know, I don't know. It, it's sort of a. It's sort of a um wonderful open um idea at this point but the article is finished and and it's kind of focuses on the transition from web 2 to web 3 for onboarding purposes welcoming new writers into the space and does web 3 offer another option for publishing for writers and yes it does and so it's just a it's a it's a easy to absorb piece that doesn't use a lot of web3 jargon and um things that someone just picking it up for the first time can be like oh what i didn't know you could do that and so that that was really the point of of that and then i think there will be a series after that that kind of digs in a little bit deeper into how you go about publishing on readle like cd just did and um, publishing with with Eric and his company, and publishing on Page Dow, like what what this is doing. So that's amazing. Um, then secondarily, or not secondarily, simultaneously with this, um, I've put together with Dylan a hmm kind of a members 
way to come in and share their information um, about the the trajectory of PageDAO and how all of that is working. And it's sort of a collaborative PageDAO member essay. Um, I think the last time we talked about it um, being something where anybody who is interested could jump in and, and give information on where they are and what they're hoping for. And so that that's in its infancy, but we are working on it. And very soon it will be shared with the DAO itself and people can jump in and and be part of this this essay collaboration. Oh, it's so lovely to hear. So well said. Um, it looks like we have been joined by Johnny. Johnny, can you talk? It looks like maybe you're still muted. You're unmuted. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. What's up? There he is. Hey, uh, good to hear your voice again, man. Uh, we're just doing the Page Dow show, kind of, kind of going through uh, some various different things. I, I think this may be your first time. I, I went ahead and gave you a follow too, just to, uh, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm keeping in the loop with you <laughs> on Twitter here. But I, I wanted to, uh, to kind of bring you up and, and just kind of let you introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, folks, jo Johnny is a, a dev. He has a project called Dialogues. It's really cool that he's working on. And he's, uh, he's well, you tell him, bro. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, yeah, first time here. Uh, I like, I, I make things. Uh, came, came up, like, through writing, uh, like, stories and songs. Um, and then got into the whole AI scene with uh, writing and coming up to build uh, some software through um, an organization called Dialogues that I put together. Um, and then I, I just like to make I like to make things and make good things and hopefully lasting things. Um, and I saw like uh, I don't know publishing is like a and Web three is like all a kind of thing that is in line with that and. Uh, somehow got introduced to Dylan and uh, the PageDAO group. And and now I'm like jumping in to help help build whatever I can and contribute and make whatever contributions I can to uh, PageDAO. Yeah, buddy. The Page Open Source Project is uh, in full swing, folks. So uh, it's so it's so good to have you, Johnny, man. Um, th there's a, a thing that we talked about a little bit earlier, which uh, with, with respect to what's going on here at Twitter and just all the craziness has gotten a lot of press lately. Um, and there's a, there's a new platform out there, folks, and it's called Mastodon. And it looks a lot like Twitter and it seems to act a lot like Twitter, but it's a little bit more decentralized. And so one thing, CD in particular, that I, I wanted to bring up with you um, in light of like, you know, what we were talking about with Discord and stuff and just kind of the ongoing, like never ending project of like trying to clean that Discord up and make it useful. Um, you know, it, it's like maybe the thing is that Discord is kind of more of a clunkier, like DM heavier type of thing. And, and maybe the thing to do is to try to get a, a, an alternative going and, and see how that does. And, and so there's a new social media platform. It's called Mastodon. It's a lot like Twitter, um, but it's open source. And basically the way it works is that if you're going to join, you have to join through somebody's server. Um, and so what we could do is we could set out a, a page.specific Mastodon server up. And we could say, if you have a membership in FT, then you can join this Mastodon server. Um, and, and so this might be a good way to kind of add a little bit more value to those membership NFTs and potentially uh, kind of give people like a more open place to, to kind of come congregate around ideas. 
Um, and, and I just see so many potential different integrations uh, because the, the thing about Mastodon this cool is that there's like a lot of different ways that you can kind of integrate bots. Um, so we could automate the Twitter account to follow, you know, various people on Mastodon and, and tweet what they do and, you know, some, some things like that. Uh, but CD, have, have you looked into Mastodon at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm an OG with Mastodon and, and I should correct. Um, Mastodon isn't new. It's, it's getting a lot of attention right now, but it's been around since about 2012. Um, and it's, uh, it's actually got roots that are even older than that, but Mastodon is great. It's a part of what's known as the Fediverse and the Fediverse essentially is, is you port your data and you have like, uh, one, um, central identity that you can use to get into all of these different types of projects. Um, the, the questions that I have about using Mastodon in the way that you said is, is uh, there are some functionalities that I think are, are better um, through Discord and also through Twitter. And I don't know if Mastodon actually has a uh, sort of a spaces thing like this that, as Twitter does. Oh, it does Do not. you know that? It doesn't. No, okay. it does not have spaces. So, so this wouldn't totally replace Twitter or Discord. It would be like kind of a thing that we'd we'd add into the mix and see if it took off. I guess is kind of one way of thinking about uh, the idea here. Yeah, I love it. I mean, uh, the one issue that I might have is, um, you know, since I've been on Mastodon for a while, I I already have a an identity there that I've used and and for quite a while. So I don't know that I would want to. Um, jump onto a new server and and i think that that could be the same for a lot of other users although you know it's no big deal to have a bunch of twitter accounts right people usually have like one or two i think so uh maybe maybe the same thing could apply well yes to that end i also believe that they make it easy to do things like forwarding so uh i, I think that the mastodon identity that you have might be a thing that could kind of mesh in um, and use multiple servers even. Um, now, I'm not 100% sure about how that works, but I definitely wanted to kind of get your thoughts. And, and then I wanted to kind of give Johnny a chance to, to weigh in uh, because I, I think that what I see happening here is, is like maybe a new project um, if we can figure out how to do it the right way. Um, and, and maybe this is a project that kind of, kind of helps with the pagedow.org site because it might be possible to set up a link where somebody could click it to connect their MetaMask. And then if they had the membership NFT, then the website might, you know, be able to do things like take them to a mentor where they could mint a book, or it might be able to take them to Mastodon to set up an account on our server. Um, and we could maybe make that flow really easy. Uh, so so I, I don't know. I, sure. My hope is that, you know, not necessarily like 100% of paged out traffic would switch over to Mastodon immediately, but more along the lines of like, this would be a thing that we could do that would add some amount of value to our membership NFT and give people a place to go really openly, just like post a comment about, you know, a question that they might have or something. And there would be like a good chance that somebody else from the community would see it, you know? And so, so it's about adding sort of that extra platform and, and seeing if that can kind of help to, uh, to, to resolve some of the fragmentation in our comm stack here at PageDAO. We talked too about adding uh, like an act, like the activity feed, like whenever someone mints a book or new 10 new books have been minted and then push that, uh, just like create a bot that pushes that information up to like Twitter and post it on Mastodon and just use like 
both of those as like a, a way to post uh, information that's happening uh, on the on the mentor. Yeah, I feel like that's really cool. And I think it's really valid. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of of the mind that having a diverse stack of social media is essential. I used to be completely on the other page, you know, like I sort of thought you should like pick Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and just stick with one. But uh, at this point, I think you have to go to all the different platforms and be on all the different platforms. So I love what you're saying, Johnny. It makes, yeah, I mean, and it's the, the cost to push like one piece of information to one thing versus like 30 things is like it's tiny. It's just like writing like uh, 29 more lines of code, almost like copy paste uh, and figuring out how to message or I don't know, tie that message into their API. Well, that certainly sounds good. Um, no, okay, so so it's, all right. Let, let's just uh, let's see, Rihanna. What do you think? Uh, uh, let's let's open it up and uh, and Mr. E. R. Donaldson, if you have thoughts, please. Uh... Oh yes, okay. So this is Rihanna. Um, that sounds amazing, I, and I agree there with um, CD saying that having um, different space. Um, being evident, being findable, searchable, um, and being present on all of these different social media places is a good idea um, because you never know where your audience is going to be or where your colleagues are going to come from. And so let me see if I can formulate really what I'm thinking here about this. For me, it's on my to-do list already. It was at the top of my to-do list for later this week. And so I'm really, I'm interested in seeing what that's going to look like and how that's going to work. And knowing that I've got a server or a landing page that I can go to through PageDAO, um, because I already know that PageDAO is an amazing place to be. And so that then translates to this new um, social media location. And so I just think, I, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, you know, I thought it was uh, really interesting because literally up until yesterday, I haven't heard of Mastodon, but I was talking with um, one of the editors I've worked with in the past, and they uh, they brought it up as uh, one of the places where a lot of the people who are getting a little frustrated with uh, Twitter are now migrating. So definitely sounds interesting. Um, you know, I would love to see how the functionality works. I mean, ultimately, you know, it's, you know, if it's something that's easy and people find it useful, then uh, then it joins the ecosystem. So thanks for talking a bit about it. I'm gonna have to do some more research. Cool. Well, yeah, that's that sounds good. Um, we we have some other stuff that we're kind of working on too, and they, there's um there, there's really a lot going on kind of behind the scenes at PageDAO these days, folks. Uh, we've we've launched the the Page Open Source project, and we got three or four different uh, little little kind of explorations happening. Uh, so so it's really cool to to see all that. I, I do want to uh, invite Easy up to the stage as well, just. Uh, to to let him weigh in on the uh, mastodon concept while we're on it but but we can move right on after this yeah easy may be on uh desktop i invited him up a little earlier usually he's pretty quick but um i think we may not get him up here today oh there he is awesome hey hey whippy um I've actually I've been hearing about Mastodon for a little while, but I haven't um I haven't signed up and made my account. I should just do that. I mean, I really need another like social media app 
about as much as I need like a, a gunshot wound to the facial area. But, um, you know, I, I think that it's it, it is well worth taking a little time and at least exploring these platforms as alternatives. Um, I think that Twitter, like we're going to have to kind of wait a bit to see how it shakes out. Um, obviously, you know, probably most everybody heard about like they like laid off half their employees and now they're all oops, some of those employees we need. <laughs> so we'll see like kind of how like maybe Twitter will get better. Uh, that's I really hope so. Um, but it is good to explore, especially if there's a little more Web3 integration over there already. Uh, you know, of course, there's, you know, kind of rumors about Web3 integration more at Twitter, um, as we're seeing it, you know, across so many platforms. Um, but yeah, I think it's, you know, it's something that I, I'm going to just, you know, download, check it out, make an account and, and see if I can add it to the mix. Because I do think having, you know, you, you can reach different kind of you reach different people on all these different platforms. I mean, and, and some of them just aren't as much interested in being on the Facebooks and Twitters and um, Instagrams and stuff. So I do think it's a great idea. You know, cool. I, I think it's, I think it's kind of worthwhile to explain how I found Mastodon, which was um, it's quite a number of years ago. I was working on a book called the Silicon boom in Unabom Valley. And uh, it was kind of a spoof of startup culture and, and sort of like a critique of the internet at the same time. And I was, I was digging into this, uh, this protocol that existed before HTTP, which is what we use on the internet today. And the protocol is called Gopher. And there's a huge Gopher community that still exists. Like this is a pre-internet internet that exists in the way that like the HTML internet of the 1990s sort of existed. And it's still there. So I found Mastodon through digging into these gopher hole communities. And um, there's a lot of like old and like independent tech people that are on Mastodon that love it. You know, these are the people that like write macros for like the way that they, they do things. And um, it's there's a really different vibe and a different community there as the base. It's going to be super interesting to see how this like, you know, like a million people or whatever who have like flooded into the, the Mastodon servers in the past week, how that affects the, the culture that's there and the, and the way that things work there. So it, it's exciting times. Wow. Yeah. I had, I had no idea that you, uh, your OG chops went back so far. So uh, what year was it when you found Mastodon CD? You say it was uh, 2012 when it was founded. That's man, that's, that makes it a lot older than I thought. That, that's really cool. Uh, Cause it's such a decentralized concept and, Folks, if you're listening at home, the way Mastodon works is each group owns its own server and runs that server. And the protocol that they all use is open source software. Uh, so if that sounds familiar, that, that's a lot like uh, what we were thinking about doing with books uh, here at the page. Uh, yeah, I got in there in about 2017. I, I'm not a super OG, you know, um, but I think 2017 was when I got in there and started like messing around with it a little bit. And I've never done too much um, because, you know, time right but um uh, but i'm excited to see it it growing and becoming more um than than it was hey right on right on well uh yeah very cool it, it sounds to me like mastodon is definitely worth uh, kind of exploring then and and you know maybe maybe it's one of those things where you can be on your original server if you already have one or whatever and you, you know still interact with everybody but if you need one maybe uh maybe there's value pages that can add by uh, you know, on our website, like incorporating some kind of like easy onboarding flow if we uh, end up running our own server, which which I hope we do. Uh, I was looking into it earlier. It looked like there was somebody that would do 
a pretty good sized one that would hold, I uh, think, up to 2,000 users. So that would be everybody that follows PageStyle on Twitter uh, could get one. And I believe that that was 90 bucks a month. Uh, so, so that's, you know, kind of like the full solution, like off the shelf. They're doing the email and everything else. Um, so, so we probably wouldn't need, you know, even to spend quite that much on it here. So, so it might be a, a very doable thing. Oh, also, we've been joined by Nick Spiller. Hey, Nick, um, I'm going to send you an invite to speak, sir. Let's see. So, so we had that story that we read, and then we talked about Mastodon quite a bit. What, what else is going on this week, CD? Uh, <laughs> well, I was just looking. Uh, it looks like the Mastodon, I was, I was incorrect. Mastodon started in 2016, so I got in a little earlier than I had expected. Um, so, but there were some, uh, some previous iterations that existed going back to 2012. Um, but 2016 was when it uh, officially the Mastodon launched. I wanted to make sure that I was getting that right. And it turns out I was getting it wrong. Just like my math skills, you can't always trust my history. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, hey, are, are any of you guys taking part in NaNoWriMo this month? I mean, I'm so excited about the project that I'm writing. I'm just having so much fun with it. Are you, are you guys writing anything for Na National Novel Writing Month in November? I am. I am. I am. Yay. Negative. I am not, although I might. I, I still have that novel that's like half uh, half started about my, my dog from his point of view. It's called My Life by <laughs> Flipper the Dog. And I have to write it because I Easter egged a cover of it into the Rare Pizzas NFT art project. So someday somebody is going to mint a pizza with the cover of this book on it. <laughs> and, and by that point, I need to make sure that there's a book out there for them to go find. That's amazing. Uh, I didn't mean to step on you there, Rihanna. Go ahead. Oh no, that just sounds. Um, I I love animals and I and I'm very fond of dogs and so I'm like ah I didn't know this was coming. Let's do it. That sounds so fun. That sounds amazing. That's awesome. You know what else sounds amazing is that you're working on something. What what novel are you writing this month, Bill? <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I guess I could give you my elevator pitch. Hmm. So, because you know how much I love to talk about the thing that I'm actually writing. I don't. <laughs> um, so let's see. So my main character stumbles across a murder scene that has a fairy tale twist. Hey, that's a nice elevator pitch. I love it. That's so succinct and so like, it, it actually draws you right in. So good. I am already, I'm already excited to, to hear read more. <laughs> thanks, Easy. <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you've mastered the art of pitching, Rihanna. Um, but well, folks, we, we have been joined by someone very special today who I believe is also writing a novel this month, but it probably won't be ready this month. And instead of novel, I should have probably said uh, business book um or startup book perhaps nick uh how are you today sir do you want to tell us a little bit about your project i'm i'm doing well dylan thank you and i not i'm not necessarily writing a book a, a, the a community i'm a part of is is writing a book together through book club dow um and yeah we had our exciting first official vote uh which was on the concept of the book we'll write last uh last month and and we've I can actually share it. I'm, I'm soon. I will tweet it. Um, but uh, basically, it's it's the idea is 
once a month next year, we'll get together and have two experts present at Capital Factory in Austin, where I work, where I'm at right now. Um, do like a fireside chat, AMA, live podcast style event. And in the audience, there will be just general book club fans as well as general book club co-authors. And to be a co-author, you have to have a book club NFT, essentially. Um, and yeah, we'll have the conversation, we'll do the podcast, and then everyone will be taking notes. And then the the, the co-authors will be able to submit responses to uh, basically a synopsis of what the speaker said and, and the knowledge they share that will be included in our book. And then we'll use our NFTs to vote on which one's included and, and then, yeah, go through that all, all next year and launch the book at South by Southwest 2024. So that's the, that's the plan. I think, thank you for asking Dylan. Hey, of course, of course. Um, yeah, folks. Um, so, so Nick here is uh, the founder of the Book Club DAO and is basically working on a, a massively uh, collaborative NFT book project, which is super, super cool. CD, Rihanna, do you guys have questions? I think that that's an amazing idea. I love the collaborative nature of it. And I, I love how um, like the, the plan of it is already set. Like this is what we're going to do. And and that sounds that sounds amazing. Amazing, amazing. So um, I, I've followed you so that I can follow this and see how that all works out. That sounds so fun. Thank you. I'm just wondering if uh, if people who aren't in Austin can uh, can somehow become a part of Book Club DAO. It sounds really cool. Love it. A absolutely. Uh, actually, every one of our meetings is already hybrid uh, in person online and we have people in dallas houston new york uh maybe san francisco we have, we have advisors in san francisco and some people that should buy nfts that haven't yet um so yeah you absolutely can and that's a big part of it and the, kind of the, the spirit behind it is just you're able to create this scalable model for a a community specifically like a startup community in this case and 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 do it in person and online so people can participate either way they, they want very cool it, it reminds me a little of, of like an uh a, a, like a grown-up version of pass the pen yeah that's a that's a great analogy i hadn't even thought of that but it certainly applies yeah, that's fantastic i, I really like the idea of um of needing an nft to participate as well um, I, I think there's going to be so much done with that in, in the coming weeks, months, and years, just ju just in general, in, in terms of using the gate to uh, to enable the, the participation. Um, I mean, really, really cool idea. Yeah, and just the, the decentralization, and I think media is one of the prime targets for Web3 in general, and, and you've already seen that through through art. Uh, but, 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 you know, I think books are still to come and, you know, like we're for every book that, you know, not even just the people that directly contribute to a book, but all the people that kind of contribute to the experiences that result in a book, uh, you know, you, you, we give credit to one person and, and you know, I think that's like what people really can get behind is like, let's, let's, you know, spread the wealth and, and, uh, you know, the, the, the recognition more importantly, in a lot of cases for, for these creative works. And, you know, I think the same type of production model will be seen in movies and, 
and events and, and, you know, really any kind of anything, anywhere where you see the current like publisher model, you could see something like this. See, and that gets right to the point of what is exciting about web three for me and what was exciting about the internet when, uh, when, you know, I'm old enough to say when it, when it first came around, the idea of the internet was like, oh my God, we're democratizing media. We're democratizing creation. And it feels like web three is like version two of that. And um, I love, I love hearing about projects and DAOs that are taking that idea to the next level and implementing it. Um, so, I, you know, hats off Nick for sure. The one thing I got to figure out is uh, Dylan owns book DAO and want to change our name to book DAO. So got to, got to be nice to Dylan. Yeah, what are the odds? Uh, that, that was the name we looked at before PageDAO for, uh, for, for the PageDAO project. And we, I guess we decided on PageDAO because, you know, you could have like web pages or you could have pages that have like poetry on them or, you know, so it's just a little bit more broad, um, which is super cool. I mean, honestly, um, guys, there, there's just so much going on and there, there's so much potential for like, various different types of collaboration and for us to work together to build the future of the publishing industry that uh i don't know i mean i, I just uh it's a very very bullish uh vibe today i'm very very happy to be here and uh yeah let's do a call nick uh, we can talk anytime you want man yeah that was really just a surreal moment and i'm joking but um we should talk but we were for everyone on the call i was hosting our book club meeting and dylan had showed up as a guest i think he saw it shared by one of my friends and it uh i, I kind of brought up um, you know maybe we should change our name to book dow except for someone else owns it and it just happened he was sitting in the room and it was it was dylan uh which is really it was just funny funny serendipity so uh anyways thanks for inviting me up to speak dylan i'm probably gonna i'll, I'll listen for a couple more minutes and i gotta jump back into a meeting that's starting up here cool yeah we were talking about uh whether we should do mastodon or not earlier and uh it strikes me that we've got a few folks that aren't uh invited to speak yet so i'm just sending out around the invites to everybody because it's the last 15 minutes or so of the call and we like to make sure that the whole dow gets a chance to come up and uh and then speak if they like um so let's see what, what, what should we go to next cd well hey i'm just wondering how you guys over there uh, on the mainland are, are dealing with your like your new time we, we don't do that in hawaii the time just is the same all the time so how, are you guys all doing okay with your like your time changing stuff <laughs> dude I, I think we all hate it i, I don't know uh, it, it's an hour later than it should be i guess and uh uh, the sun's just going to go down early, and uh, this is like the depressing half of the year. I, I need to like get like a place in the southern hemisphere so I can like just go down there and like live through their summer, and then come back up here and do our summer, and you know just kind of split it up that way. Page Dow Tropical Island vibes. I dig it. Um, yeah, I don't know why they still do the time change. It's just silly. It it throws like I mean. Now with our new devices, it's like automatic on your phone. The times change. That's fine. You're not like showing up late. But then anybody across the pond or in other parts of the world, they don't always remember the day we change our time. So there's like a week of like, oh, so-and-so. Oh, yeah, they're over in like Iceland or something. They probably forgot about the time change. So it's just we need to end it. I had heard it was getting closer to being, you know, put the kibosh on that old daylight savings. 
Yeah, but now there uh, I saw a news story about this. They're arguing about whether they should keep the summertime or the winter time. <laughs> Just stop <laughs> doing it already. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you guys are going to be amazed. In Montana, our days are so short that we wake up at night and we come home like four o'clock, five o'clock in the dark. So our days with all of this and the time change, oh my gosh, last night, my entire house was exhausted and it was 730. Everybody was like, we need to all just go to bed. And it was so early that we're just like, what is happening? And so, yes, I, I, I vote no. I don't, I don't care for it. It's like miserable. <laughs> well, I have to say, existing in the Web3 world, this is the first time uh, that I've lived in Hawaii that um, the daylight savings time has really affected me because, you know, we've got Page Dow show today and, you know, tomorrow I do Trippy Tuesday with the peaceful groupies. And so all y'all's times have changed, but my time has stayed the same, which means that show times have changed since we're not doing anything in HST. But I might suggest you guys could just all adopt Hawaii Standard Time as your uh, number one time and uh, we'll just make Hawaii the center of the world as it always should have been. That sounds amazing. Amazing, amazing. And I'm going to pack up my little U-Haul and zoom over there. <laughs> Make sure you put it on a boat. Yeah, so CD, uh, the time <laughs> didn't change for the rest of us, but it changed for you this week. Am I, am I sensing just a little bit of resentment about that? <laughs> it's, uh, it's affected. My, my resentment is definitely affected. Uh, I, I don't really mind. Actually, the time change works for me, but figuring out... Um, figuring out the the differences because you know like i'm dealing with a lot of people in in different time zones and it turns out that uh in arizona uh the time changes differently than the time changes in california um and yeah that's where my my set of parents live one in arizona and one in california so that's that's a little strange too oh man yeah that sounds uh that sounds like a lot um what's the difference arizona and california don't don't they share like a border even <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just say i don't even know i think uh i think one of them changes later than the other one um but i'm, I'm not even really positive i just know that somehow it's different and uh and i'm expected to sort of figure that out but what i do is i just i just naturally let it happen um, I'll make the call, be like, oh, yeah, sorry, wrong time. And uh, eventually it all works out. And when I say eventually, I mean like six months later when the time <laughs> reverts back to what it should have been in the first place. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Well, uh, we, we still have about 10 minutes left on the spaces here. We, we should probably steer back to some kind of Web3 related uh, something. I'm, I'm sure somebody's got something they need to talk about. Um, Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of drawing a blank myself personally, though. I'm, I'm going to chalk that up to being just a little bit road weary here. Uh, I drove back down from Lubbock yesterday after seeing my nieces play, and so I had a really good weekend. But you know, just a little bit slow today. <laughs> so uh, I guess bear with me. I could give a little update on Pass the Pen, uh, which is our community collaborative writing show in Token Smart on Fridays. Uh, we last week we pretty much concluded you know got to the end and and kind of put the finishing touches on this story we've been doing which is uh uh, uh nappy-headed hooligan had dropped his genesis uh, music nft and it's about this kind of like pfp rapper and so this story has been kind of a prequel to that 
where he kind of goes to battle against the Illuminati, plays the devil in chess and winds up winning and killing him with his own like, you know, um, uh, sword. It, it's it got crazy. There was some uh, there was some uh, sensual scenes included at the Illuminati costume ball party. Uh, but I think. What we wanted to do was this coming Friday is just sort of do a reading of it for people to see what we created and maybe, you know, flourish something up here and there. There was one item we forgot to add in that we need to slip in there to the end. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be kind of just like a kind of celebratory um, show and we'll do a little reading. It's, you know, it's still kind of a rough draft, uh, but it'd be fun to just kind of go through and, and share with people, you know, an, an idea of what we create over there. So uh, if anybody wants to join the fun, that is Friday's. 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 Eastern. Um, I think we might be taking like a week, maybe two off, and then coming back at a time where hopefully more people can join in. So uh, open to discussion about timings too. Um, thinking more like uh, 11 a.m. or noon Pacific, which is, uh, you know, either two or three Eastern, something like that. Hey, Easy, you should uh, you should also let us know about Easy's Corner and, and when that happens. I mean, you've always got so much stuff going on outside of the Page Dow house. I would love to know more about that stuff because uh, sometimes I miss it and I see that it's shown up on, on Twitter or somewhere else, but I would love to catch more of, of everything that you're doing. Actually. Yeah, um, Easy's Corner is today, actually. So 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern, and I have a return guest. They haven't been on for a while. Uh, but Lightning from Movie Shots, which is a really cool project, they uh, they started with Run Lola Run. Basically, they you know they get the IP to a film and then they chop it up into little pieces. Some are like a few seconds long, some a little shorter, some a little longer. And so you actually get the NFT. There's only one of each little scene. Uh, and then after like they do the main drop, usually they're secondary things. Depending on the scene you own, you might get a prop like. NFT wearable, like I got a a, a red uh, Run Lola Run hair for Decentraland, things like that. Um, a really cool project, great people, and so they're coming on, and uh, they're going to be sharing the next uh, movie that they're that they're going to be uh, releasing. Um, so that's today. Um, Thursdays is a absolute riot. If you want to see a spaces that is nothing like any other spaces you've been to, come to Speakeasy with myself and Kane Mayfield. We just have fun, joke around. I mean, we talk about Web3 stuff too, but really it's just like a total riot. Um, so that's a couple of the, the the shows that I do on the weekly basis. Yeah, I came yes. to you and, Kane, you and Kane's show one time, man, and I can totally vouch for it is hilarious. Um, I absolutely had a great time there. And that movie, that movie splicing thing sounds amazing. Now, just to confirm, you said 4.30. Is that PST? Yeah, 4.30 PST, uh, 7.30 EST for today's. And of course, there's, you know, other kind of one-offs and co-hostings and stuff. Generally, if you're following my Twitter, you'll kind of see what I'm up to. Uh, we're gearing up for, you know, the big MVMF Music Fest. Oh, and I got someone hit me up today to read at it. Um, so that's just a couple weeks away. Uh, probably hitting me up direct either in the DMs here on Twitter or over in Discord. Uh, would be good for, you know, if you might want to read something, either poetry or, you know, a, a piece from, you know, any any book or literature, uh, you know, whether that's from philosophy to romance to poetry to sci-fi, you know, love would love to have a, uh, you know, a little spattering of everything over there. Well, count me in for some philosophy, man. I, I definitely uh, will bring something 
I, I don't know. Maybe I'll be like a shameless panderer for like a, a minute and, and just read something that I wrote about page down because that's like mostly what I write about these days. <laughs> that would actually be great because it'll let people know a bit more about the project. And then if we have some other people reading just, you know, whatever their creations are, we'll have a nice, you know, kind of uh, something for everyone. Awesome. Well, let's see. So, so we got about four more minutes and, and there are just a couple of quick updates from around the Dow. Um, in addition to the discussion that we've had about Mastodon, we're also, uh, you know, kind of gradually working our way towards Evmos. Um, our latest word on the street is that we will be included. The page that will be, or the page token will be included in a package deal that's coming up, and it's going to supposedly be entered into governance and, and pass governance soon. Uh, and and basically, at that point, we should be able to list page. Um, on the decks at diffusion.fi and that should be really good for us because you know at the end of the day you know it just kind of opens up a whole new world for us uh, so, so we're also uh, kind of investigating like what it would take to get a mentor live on evmos um, as well uh, just because you know that's kind of like the thing we've already got the membership nft we've got the page token there but we need the page token to be more functional and we need to be able to mint NFT books to Evmos uh, because soon the ICS721 standard is going to be available. And at that point, uh, we will be able to send whatever we mint on Evmos over to Stargaze or, you know, whatever the case may be in terms of just interchain marketplaces. So there's a lot of functionality there um, for us to unlock. Um, and, and so 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 that's a pretty big deal. And and then I would say the, the Mastodon thing is pretty important as well. And then there's just a, a half dozen different uh, page open source project kind of dev uh, projects that are going on. So if you're a dev and you want to get involved with that, um, come to our Discord, tweet at me, send me a DM, uh, keep that stuff open so that people can use it. Uh, so just feel free to get in touch if you were looking to get involved that way. Um, a shout out goes to you as well, uh, Mr. Johnny Johnson, uh, because uh, you are a person who has done some stuff on that level already. And it's just wonderful to see. And I'm, I'm really, really happy to uh, be working with you a little bit on that. You want to mention some of the Gutenberg ideas? Yeah, yeah, we got another two minutes. Oh, I, fig I figured you would do that. Okay, well, um, yeah, so so I guess basically there, there's the idea that there's all this open source literature out there. Um, the project Gutenberg.org uh, website is one way to kind of get access to it. And basically, lots and lots of off-copyright books are available there. Um, so with the page DAO, we do have a nice reader. Um, we do have the ability to list assets for sale on OpenSea. We have the ability to do airdrops. Um, and we have the page token, uh, which we can use to incentivize behavior uh, so, so anything from, you know, dev stuff that needs to get done to writing over on the Dwork board, uh, we're we're really looking at all the different kind of human angles that the page token can take, um, and and one of these is is kind of more automated than others, and it's this idea that there's all these Gutenberg books, and we can pull those in uh, if we can make them look nice uh, and make them presentable, you know, we can create a powerful collection of actual. Uh, you know, books that people, you know, that we already know people want to read these books. So it's a little bit different from the, the self-published stuff we've done so far because, you know, people may not want to read what I write so much as they want to read, uh, you know, the classics or whatever. Yeah, they got like Peter Pan on there. 
like Peter yeah. Pan, Alice in Wonderland, uh, those like those like pre nineteen hundred classics. All the Dickens books. Yeah, and that would increase the whole uh, page Dow like library from the hundred plus books now, and you know could bump it up, you know, like another two thousand books from there. I like the idea too that you said like right at the end of when we talked earlier about uh like in- include the DAO participation and getting creative and creating um or generating the uh the covers for each of these things because it they are just open source books we'd have to like format them put them to put them together ourselves it gives us some like creative freedom to offer the uh offer those uh, the book covers that are would be uh displaying each of these this is all super exciting. I, I love what you guys are talking about. I love what we're doing. Uh, it looks like we're just about out of time. Before the space cuts off, I just want to say to everybody, thanks for coming and aloha. Aloha, CD. Peace, love, and whippy. Whippy. Thank you, everybody. It's been wonderful. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was episode nine of The Page Dow Show, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and CD Vagabond. Recorded on Monday, November 7th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. And a big shout out thanks to our friends over at Spark IBC. Now you can donate with USDC on Juno and more to come right there on terraspaces.org slash donate. Thank you, guys. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along, and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack. Not everybody's always in it for the money. Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday. So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods. Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed. See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, huge sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. Can't even say they're making pennies, pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true. In the dark, eating bullshit up like a mushroom. In the lunchroom, just trying to laugh it off. Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog. Like a fake mate and call at the zoo. It's looking like the view is getting disappointing too. I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it. It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music.
Sessions.